This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I got to play better. You know, we're not winning, so I feel like any any time that you're not winning, you're always kind of self-reflecting and saying, hey, what can, what can I do to pull my end of the slack to to get us over the edge and get some wins rattled off? And the answer is I got to play a little better at times. And me and everybody else, we haven't played good enough to win. So that's what I think about. You know, certainly last week, the... The two turnovers, you know, not happy about that, but really looking forward to playing this week. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Yeah, that was Trevor Simeon. That was Trevor Simeon, the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. How long will he be the quarterback? You see Taysom Hill, of course, got that new contract, which I still refuse to believe that he doesn't know where the bodies are buried somewhere there in New Orleans. It's the only explanation, Aaron, uh, for why Taysom Hill keeps getting contract extensions, which uh, the new contract is tied to if he gets, what, 225 snaps as a quarterback uh, at some point in the future, then he gets escalators in his contract. But for now, today, Trevor Simeon, still the starting quarterback for the Saints, as we talked with Mike over in Buffalo about this game. Uh, You have the Saints as six-and-a-half-point underdogs the total at 45 we'll, we'll get more into this game I know you got a couple plays you like for that we've got some more thoughts but just want to point out from Adam Schefter when we were discussing the Chicago Bears which is that that first game today coming up in a couple hours to kick off the Thanksgiving NFL slate Bears in Detroit taking on the Lions and all the controversy this week about what's true what's not true uh, with Matt Nagy's future you've got fans there in Chicago at Bulls games chanting fire Nagy you've got him at you know his kids high school football game Adam Schefter just a few minutes ago tweeting out where it stands with Nagy before today's game. George McCaskey and Ted Phillips both told him this week that the report was, quote, a complete lie. Went on to say that he has not been told by anyone he's being fired. McCaskey spoke to Team Wednesday, told players that's what he told Nagy. So that is at least, you know, we, we, it's not the first time, by the way, somebody says something and they change their mind. But that appears to be a pretty strong denial at this point that, those conversations have not existed yet. Now, if the Lions win today, uh, you got to imagine, though, the pressure, of course, just ramps up quite a bit more. So that might be true right now at, you know, 10, almost 1030 in the morning for those of you on the East Coast. But what happens at 230 or so this afternoon if the Bears lose on the road to a winless Detroit Lions team? Then what's that what's that feeling in the front office in ownership when it comes to his future? Does it seem like Nagy's not getting fired now? Is that what – Well, traditionally, if, they don't fire their head coaches during the season, but I don't know what's right. going – I don't know what to believe anymore. It's just it, – it's, it's, it's getting weird there, which is why I am on the Lions. Just, it's just too much distraction, too much drama for me. 
Um, as much as Dan Campbell's kind of crazy, I think I'd rather be on the He's grown on side me. of it. Dan Campbell's grown on me a little bit because he is crazy. The kneecap thing, biting the kneecap I like and all it, that. though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it sounds it's like cra- It's like Mike Leach. It's, it's bordering on Mike Leach crazy, like the stuff that he says. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some of his press conferences, we, we played a little bit of the audio of him earlier to start uh, the show here. And his team appears to buy into uh, whether you think it's a shtick or not, his team buys into what yeah. he's selling there, and they play hard, and they, they, they that's do. why they've been playing a lot better football here as of late. So continuing to follow uh, where things are at for Matt Nagy's future. But, yeah, he's to me, only thing this might tell us is he doesn't get fired after the game. It doesn't mean that they're good with him heading into next season. But a, a bad result today certainly can, can shift that quite a bit. This is BetQL Daily here on the BetQL Network. I'm Alex Gold filling in today uh, here on the program and Aaron the Bills minus six and a half against the Saints the total at 45 where, where do you kind of lean here in this game the Bills seven and three against the spread in their last 10 road games well I I do think there's value on the Saints now as I was saying with um our guest last segment I mean the way this line has moved um I think I'm gonna jump on the Saints um I I think I don't, it, this is a tough one. It really is. And the line movement has been weird. I don't know what to think about it. But if I had to bet this one, I mean, the, the Saints have lost three straight for the first time since 2016. Uh, this is a tough position for them. I, I've got to think they win. I mean, they might outright win. They're at home. They've got the energy, the emotions. Another outright the win? Truth. A win? Oh, you're just saying an outright <laughs> win for the Saints today? Yet they are gonna have the Drew Brees night. I think that really boosts them. Um, I don't know. I, I really feel like this is gonna be a good game. Thanksgiving's for the got you feeling very bold today. Very <laughs> bold on the Lions outright winner, Saints outright winner. I'm waiting till we get to the Cowboys and Raiders. I, you might surprise me with the Raiders outright winner at this point. Now that I I won't even let you think that that's gonna happen. No, no on the Raiders money line. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay so I, I i like the bills here minus six and a half i, I like the bills in, in a spot here they're starting to feel the pressure i think they got a a veteran coaching staff that actually that that won't spiral and, and be out of control i don't suddenly think you know the bills are a bad football team they're going through what we've seen a lot of these teams go through in the afc this year whether it was the chiefs whether it's been the baltimore ravens whether it is the tennessee titans maybe the start of their little lull the, the Buffalo Bills have become very one-dimensional. That, that, to me, is their biggest problem, and they struggle against the run. As you pointed out against the Colts last week, what Jonathan Taylor did to that Bills defense was an embarrassment, although Jonathan Taylor is kind of doing that to a lot of teams this year. But this, this mm, Bills defensive yeah. front doesn't have to deal with Kamara. Maybe he doesn't have to deal with Melvin uh, Mark Ingram. Melvin Ingram. Mark Ingram. Doesn't have to deal with him possibly as he's questionable for this game. So I don't think their issues against the run are as big of a factor as if Kamara was in this game. Then to me, it's way more problematic. With him out of this game, I like the Bills minus six and a half. You know, th- this to me, though, is, is a game where the Bills bounce back. It's a spot for them to, to show that, hey, we, we're still here. Don't jump off the bandwagon yet. Because I still believe the Bills are the best or second best team in the AFC. I think it still is what we go back to from the beginning of the season. To me, it's the Bills and it's Kansas City. The two teams, if you were to ask me to pick who's going to be in the AFC championship game, I still think that's the end result. 
And these are the type of games, uh, yes, it's a short week, but a big bounce back spot here for Buffalo with the Saints just too banged up. There's a point where you're without your star running back, you're without your left tackle in, in this game. You've got another tackle that's that's questionable. So I, I like the Bills in this spot on the road tonight on Thanksgiving night. I love it. We're just going against each other every <laughs> opportunity that we have. I really like Saints plus six and a half. I think there's value now that that line has moved. Um, we saw <clears throat> Buffalo open up minus four and a half. Then it was at six. Now it's at six and a half. Um, <clears throat> you've got to like the primetime dog in this spot because if you, you know, play into trends like that, primetime dogs, 22 and 11 ATS. Sean Payton has a dog four and one against the spread this year. Who do we, who do we like better in the coaching matchup? I think Sean Payton's a hell of a coach. Yes, I, I, lo- I mean yes. Sean Payton's he gets the edge here. I, I mean Sean McDermott continues to impress, but if we're looking at what the track record is and what the Saints have been able to do despite having Jameis Winston down for the season, uh, replacing Drew Brees, and, and frankly what Sean Payton was able to do in the final year uh, with Drew Brees, considering what he was at that point in time. No, Sean Payton's got the coaching edge, but I don't think it's this massive gap. This isn't you know, Sean Payton going up against a first or second year head coach, Sean McDermott, I think, considering what he's been able to do last year, getting to the the Bills to the AFC championship game. I I view both these coaches in in pretty high regard. I I just view the the Buffalo Bills as a team that has such a a spot heading into this game to go out and and impress. There's not a worry of a letdown game or anything like that on Thanksgiving. I think they realize maybe a little of a wake-up call seeing that the Patriots now – are, are right there on them and atop the, yeah. the AFC East. I think that actually helps the Bills today against the New Orleans Saints. I do like that argument. Can't deny that. I mean, that's got to motivate this Bills team for sure. What about the total, Alex? 45. Um, you know, the total's gone down a little bit. It's kind of a low projection for the Saints offense. The Bills offense obviously had some issues. Josh Allen's had some accuracy issues. And their defense has been playing very well. Would you maybe look to the under? Or what are you thinking here? No, I think points are scored. I think points will be scored. I think this will be actually a game that goes back and forth. It has, I know the Saints have the, the number one rush defense, but honestly, as we, we mentioned with Mike, who joined us from Buffalo, I don't, I don't think that matters as much in this game because the Bills don't run the football. There was a game a couple weeks ago where they, it was, what, 9-6 final, I think it was, right? 9-6 final, Bills, Jags. And in a 9-6 to six game, the Buffalo Bills ran it 14 times or so in a 9-6 to six game. And the leading rusher was Josh Allen. They refused to run the football. So the, the big advantage that the Saints defense has, you know, the slowing offense down is, hey, if you run it, we're going to force you to pass. Well, that's what the Bills want to do anyway. So I think that hurts the, the Saints defense a little bit. I think points will be, be scored in this one. I actually like the, the over on the total of 45. What about a few prop bets here in this game? We're talking a lot about how I just mentioned the you know the Bills do not run the football, and so I don't I don't like any of the the rushing total plays unless you want to lean on the under here. For example, Devin Singletary under 25 and a half rushing yards is is a play that I'm looking at here, and I like for this game just because they don't run the football. And you heard from Mike Shope up in Buffalo that he thinks Matt Breida actually might get a bulk of the the carries today and play a factor there for the Buffalo yeah. Bills. There's so, like three, three, a three back rotation there. One thing I was looking at is Devin Singletary on his receiving yards. Maybe he could be getting some looks. Um... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let me take a look at this. So he's... I mean, he was targeted three times as a secondary option last week. So it was nine and a half receiving yards. Now it's 11 and a half. So it's going up um, on Devin Singletary receiving props. Um, anyone else that you're looking at in terms of props here for this one? So I, I, I can continue with just the theory that the Bills and their lack of running the football, and, and I know – you know, we talked about Emmanuel Sanders a little while ago, and, and I know our guests liked Emmanuel Sanders perhaps to to lead the, the, the league today on Thanksgiving and receiving his number. Just to, if you're wondering where his number just at is for this, 42 and a half is where the, the number is set there for receiving yards for Emmanuel Sanders. Now his counterparts, Cole Beasley, it's 40 and a half. Stephon Diggs, it's 77 and a half in this game. I don't like the Diggs number there at 77 and a half. I, if, if I'm going to go between Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, I like Emmanuel Sanders on the over. Now, I don't agree that he's going to have, you know, a 140-yard receiving day and have the most receiving yards uh, of any of these receivers today on Thanksgiving. But over 42.5 receiving yards is intriguing to me if the the Saints with Marshawn Lattimore really key in on Stephon Diggs. I do think there's an opportunity for Emmanuel Sanders to have, you know, a a 65-yard type of receiving day. And and he did against the Jags, but against the Jets and the Colts, 26 and 27 yards. So – it's been a little inconsistent uh, when you look at that number at 42 and a half. He's definitely gone way over that, but the last two weeks he hasn't come close. And that's probably where, why the total sits at, at where it's at. Acknowledging Against the Titans, he had 91 um, versus Washington, 94. But like I said, then you look at the last two weeks and just 26, 27, it's like, hmm... 42 and I, a half. Do you take the over? I like the over. That's the, I'll, I'll play that today. 42 and a half, the over for, for Emmanuel Sanders receiving. And, and, and a couple of reasons, we, we mentioned some of them, but also it is, a, it is a return game for Emmanuel Sanders. He played in New Orleans a little bit, and you wonder for, for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills if there's some added incentive there for Emmanuel Sanders going back to a place he played. I know it was just a quick one-year spin, uh, spurt there uh, in New Orleans. What about Dawson Knox? Oh, the tight end. You have a tight end play. 34 and a half is his total um, receiving prop. So he had 80 yards against the Colts, 17 at the Jets, um, Titans 25, 117 at the Chiefs, 37 at the Texans, um, and then 49 with Washington, 17 with the Dolphins, and 41 with the Steelers. So that could be one that goes over. So the Saints against tight ends, I was just trying to pull this up real quick just okay. to see how they've been faring against tight ends. The last time out against the oh. Eagles, five receptions, 62 yards allowed on nine targets uh, against the Tennessee Titans. Now the Titans, you know, their tight end situation isn't great by any means, but the, the Titans, six catches, 30 yards allowed. They gave up 78 to the Falcons. That was Kyle Pitts, so you would expect that. And then before that, the Bucks without Gronk, uh, which is Cameron Brait, four catches, 31 yards. And then uh, the Seahawks back in week seven, three catches, 11 yards. So the total, I mean, it, the Maybe last few weeks, 
if you believe in Dawson, the question is how much do you believe in Dawson Knox, I think, because against the you know inferior tight ends, they haven't let those tight ends haven't got the best uh, of this Saints defense. It's been more the the names we would expect when Kyle Pitts is you know have, having a strong performance because it's Kyle Pitts. That's when they've had some success though. But you like Dawson Knox, the over, huh? Hmm. I, I don't know. Now I'm thinking maybe I stay away from it. L- real quick, I know we got to go here soon, but anytime touchdown scores in this game, I know you said you thought this was going to be a higher scoring game, back and forth. Who's scoring? So I, I do think Emmanuel Sanders gets a touchdown in this game. I also like Josh Allen as an anytime plus touchdown score. Plus 190. For Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah, plus 175 for Josh Allen. Gosh, yeah, Emmanuel I- Sanders anytime touchdown. Plus 190? I might do that right now in the break. <laughs> I, I love the Josh Allen one in, in this game. To me, you know, I think his rushing uh, attempts over under six and a half yards or six and a half attempts, and I think he'll, he'll run in a touchdown today. There'll be something near the goal line. That's a look at that Bills and Saints game. Coming up next here on BetQL Daily, we've got one more NFL game to get to, but there's not just football today. We'll go to the hardwood and dive into some NBA and college hoops here on BetQL.